0: Bit more effort into that. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Woo-hoo! <laughs> season
1: two, da da da.
0: and we're talking about mantra today, which is the title of the, 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 which is the title of the first episode of season two. Yes, we're on the forty-five minute episodes. Excellent. Oh, well, excellent. <laughs> oh.
1: Should be over uh, less uh, su- unsufferably than episode three was then.
0: Yes. <laughs> but uh, yes, my name is Shane, and I'm joined as always by Jonathan.
1: Yeah, it's good to be back from the fridge.
0: Good. <laughs> good. 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 Uh, Kinsey. Hello. And um, Garrett. Yes, I'm back. Hello.
2: Well, I haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, haven't have you? <laughs>
0: uh. So uh, overall. What did you think? They was actually started in the 40, in the 45-minute format.
2: Uh, it's short sure Yeah, it was neat. tighter. It was tighter because mm. it was 45 minutes. We didn't seem to hang around in points. There was not a lot of uh, faffing around. He was just like, get on with it. And it was like, and from the start of this series, it seemed like they had a a bit of better budget. They seemed to have gone and redressed all the sets and everything. Mm. Can I shout my one word?
0: Go
1: ahead.
2: Wig. Yes. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, wig
1: wasn't it? It was showing. A... So <laughs> she's obviously had a haircut that they didn't deem appropriate between series.
0: E- uh, yeah, I believe so, but I can't confirm that.
1: <laughs> you can't confirm it's w- wiggy nature. I yes. confirm it. I confirm with my eyes. Okay, it was very mullet-like, and uh, yeah, her hair was much, uh,
2: much more spiky in the in the in the in the first four episodes.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Here's a topical of reference for you. The only time I've seen a wig worse than that was on Donald Trump's head. <laughs> <laughs> One for American listeners, there indeed,
0: <laughs> indeed. Well, so yeah. So let's get into the episode itself, and we uh, get told the story of what happened at the at the end of the Insect War. Yeah, yeah quite
1: an alien sort of vibe at the start. Yes. Slightly less uh, insecty and more kind of like sci-fi films that that you see a lot of bit, bit more a bit more mechanical kind yeah. of set contrasted to show it was so early on mm. I guess it was to build tension and bring people in again at the start
0: it, yeah and it was it, and tells you much more of the um, backstory that we that we were told about
1: but we never actually saw.
2: Yeah, at the beginning
3: um, of the, inks, the war and yeah, the crew going connects it a bit more to to our reality at the start. Yeah, and for people who watched it on the Sci-Fi Network in the U.S., this was the first episode that aired, so it seemed as though that exposition was just explaining what happened of the the premise of the show. Because when I saw sure. that, I thought that was just explaining the show. Um, I sure. didn't know that anything else had come before. Ah,
2: oh. right. Huh. so where so where was it being broadcast before you went over to sci fi well,
3: I don't know maybe on one of those pay channels like showtime or h b o mm, maybe
0: yeah uh well it was originally shown uh in Canada uh on a channel called city t v
3: oh Ah, that would explain why I hadn't seen it.
0: (laughs) However, the second season uh, aired on um,
3: Space. Ah, okay, the Space Channel. I've heard of that at least. Mm. Can anybody hear you scream on that channel? (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'm not quite sure. (laughs) If you're Brian Blessed, yes. (laughs) Yes. Gordon's alive! (laughs) We've already
0: got more tangents. Yeah. Anyway, back anyway back to
2: anyway,
0: the X. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, so we see the um, uh, what happened at the uh, end of the last uh, Inset war, and um, we get all the backstory,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: then we uh, and then we end in what we saw in the last episode. Yeah.
1: So, so yeah, direct the- continuation, even though it's the first episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well that took almost uh, five minutes of the episode but did it actually feel
2: um, what's the word I'm looking for going Long. over a, go,
0: you know going over all ground
2: it, it it was going over all ground but not in a bad way yeah,
1: it's not bad yeah for understandable reasons by the sound of things and um, it was done differently so it didn't bore me like the repetition of the other movies had
0: yeah and then Kai okay, wakes himself up.
1: And I don't know whether it's the characterisation of the fact that he's been possessed by the Shadow at this point.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, or whether it's the fact that he's been written quite a lot of lines and then they had to fit it into a 45 minute slot. But he seems to be talking very fast.
2: He does seem to have a lot of pacing issues. They haven't really settled into the newer, shorter format yet. Yeah. It does seem like that, but I think it more is like it's an internal monologue, you know, you talk to yourself, Mm -hmm. trying to rationalise your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. So, that's what I was thinking.
0: Okay.
1: He does a good job of kind of playing himself, but also at the same time playing playing the shadow inside him.
3: Mm. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um then we then Stanley Wicks, uh zerup and uh I was gonna ask you about the hair but Wig Yeah Wig And <laughs> um, <sighs> yes who
2: you just you just jumped out at you and was like Yeah that's wrong <laughs> I
1: thought it was gonna be a separate character on its own at some point. <laughs>
0: um Dev is obviously pleased to see that Kai had been reanimated, animated but apparently he needs new, he needs uh, more Portabud because the mm. stuff that we got um, from the cluster is not enough apparently although yeah. this
1: is a lie ultimately yes yeah. but, uh, otherwise we've got the same plot as the last episode at this point yes
2: um, you're just like okay you know the you know, obviously got enough blood, but of the Giga Shadow inside you telling all you all this yes I'm, I'm surprised none of the other characters picked up on it Stanley was suspicious always but Stanley's always suspicious of everything yes. anyway so,
0: so Kai pers- persuades Zev 790 and Stan that they must return to the Light Zone the so they can help the remnants of the Giga Shadow
2: there's a point
1: where um, Stanley takes his hat off during one of the speeches
0: yeah,
1: And I thought it was very much a kind of like, look, see, I've got my normal hair. <laughs> <laughs> this is what hair looks like. <laughs>
2: this is no wig. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the, the whole conversation between them is this like, uh, yeah, well, we could go back there, but we can't go back there because we just destroyed the hole that got us here, there. And, uh, well, we can't replicate it again. I was like, really you're going to go back to the light universe this quickly after destroying the light, the, destroying the only gap you had. So, he, he felt, to me, he was like, oh, okay, got to get back to the status quo, I suppose.
0: Yes. You mentioned about the, the, uh, the wig, but I think, uh, I, actually, I think she's actually more attractive with the longer hair myself. And if it's,
2: none of us ever disagreed, she's not
1: attractive.
0: No, so she's more attractive with the longer hair.
1: You're unlikely to get a shower scene from her if she's wearing a wig. Well, that's true. (laughs) That's very very true. Uh,
0: So, yeah, so... uh, They find another Fractal Call. But Stan doesn't want to go back back through.
1: I'm generally with Stan when he's reluctant to do these
2: things. (laughs) Yes, it's it's not a structure street in another hole, it's like a black hole, isn't it? Well yeah uh yeah. Kind of a supernova dense star but they it's not exactly correct, they have to fire the weapon at me to make it correct to fall through. Uh that's
0: what, Neutron star is what I've actually yeah. r- written down here.
1: Yeah. It's a nice excuse to fire the off and show people a new a new what it's about, firepower wise.
0: Yeah. And, as I said, Stan doesn't want to go, but um Zev convinces him. Yeah, by
2: promising sex.
3: Yes. That was interesting, because um, they had that conversation before, but she didn't do that. So I wonder what changed. Blank bribery. Yes. Oh,
0: definitely.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, however... Stan, Stan agrees, however, um, it's already too late for the time Stan agrees, and Stan tries to renege on the deal
1: by pulling right. the legs back out again,
2: which he can't do so yes. he's got he's got the birth of both of no sex, and he's going into the light yes. <laughs>
3: It was also interesting that the, the legs didn't show any signs of, uh, the self-preservation instinct that we've seen before.
2: Hmm. True.
3: Yeah, you'd think he would have said, Stan, are you sure you want me to go in there? It looks dangerous. Mm-hmm. Or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Um, but they go through anyway, and, and they see the, uh, debris from the Giga Shadow.
2: Misty, I was going to say they fell out of a white hole.
3: A white hole?
2: <laughs> a white hole? <laughs> yes. <this is. laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. We could spend all day doing that. <laughs> we
1: will. We, well, we, we, we could be a do very that. long podcast if you go down that road. <laughs>
3: yes, indeed. Uh, just, bre- just for the the American listeners, is, there, is this some sort of British expression that uh, I don't know? Uh,
0: it's,
1: no, a it's, a
2: it's, it's a Red, a red Dwarf. dwarf uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So, what is it? <laughs> it's like, oh, no
0: one has seen it before. <laughs> yes. And yes, a Red Dwarf is in a great television programme, and if you want to hear me talk about it for eighty odd episodes that we did, joined by Jonathan and a couple, and I believe Gareth, you join me as uh, as well. For I have a, indeed. Yeah. Exactly. So you just. Google search Red Dwarf Introcast and you'll be able to find all their episodes there.
1: Oh, if we're doing plugs, uh, go over to gallyread.tv and read my Craig Charles interview. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Enough, anyway back, en- back to the white hole off Lex. <laughs> <laughs> enough,
0: enough plugs for another podcast and, um, yeah, sorry. Um, uh, after detailed search of the debris, they find an insect uh, about 20 foot long and they bring it aboard.
2: Hmm. And it's dormant. Yep. Yeah. Um. Apparently the only person who can break it out of the dormant state is the man Dread. tread. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so it's just a bloke's name then. Okay. Yes. And I know I said I got, got pictured a guy with treads for feet, but there is no way I could have guessed what the guy looked like. Yeah, thanks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, he hasn't got any feet, I don't think, has he? <laughs> He's got sort of floating arms. Mm. Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, so Kai tries to animate it and fails. So that's why that's when Kai tells Zevon Standard, any person that can help him with Mandred, who had once the divine orders created a, uh, visa. And a brilliant scientist and a genius, unfortunately Divine order imprison him because they'd be, that they, he knew too much and he might be dangerous.
1: Right. So he might have a new bad guy then basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Kino where Mendris is hiding, so the so Lex goes off and search for Mendra's home planet.
1: Yeah. Unlike all evil geniuses, he seems to have a bit of a twisted sidekick.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. Well when I first saw the sidekick I thought so this is the Mantred and he's just being blackmailed by somebody else? Oh no, it's the other way around. This is his sibling and he's been tortured by the Mantred. Mm. What an interesting character design. Yeah, I was going to ask you what you th- you thought of him, that- yeah. yeah, very interesting. I, I felt he had a bit of a, a spit impediment. <laughs> yes. I think he, he's a Probably more famous in Germany.
1: Now I, I mean I've, I don't know who the guy is, but uh. Uh, right. Mantrid,
0: which was played by. And I just go to my, just go to my uh, other screen here. Uh, can't I can't seem to find his name. He's <laughs> <laughs> incognito. Oh, yeah, uh, yes, he is, he is, um, mentored to play by a, uh, uh, guy named Dieter Laser. That sounds German. Yeah. Yeah, he's a German accent. A, a, a German actor, I should say. Mm. He, uh, he, um, most, probably most famous Role is in the human centipede.
2: <laughs> More insects. Yes. I <laughs> get the feeling that he was the middle.
0: Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he's a.
1: According to this, he's
0: a methodector.
1: <laughs> I don't know he did a method actor on the human centipede. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I don't he... know how he did a methodector for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as well. How do you play a flying head?
0: <laughs> yes. Oh.
3: So, this oh, so if you're a method actor in *Human Centipede*, that means you would have to actually eat excrement.
2: <laughs> yeah, depending oh. which part you were.
0: Well, he was, he played the German doctor. Oh, okay. So, well, then that didn't so yes. Um. Yeah, because if you look on the credits, uh, uh, the Mantrid build gives credit to dead chickens, <laughs> which is what indeed the, some of the suspended meta and so did some <coughs> which indeed what some of the suspended meta and so did Mench's jar looks like. I
1: can see that. Yes. I'm sure the deceased fowl that happened to have been credited. <laughs> yes.
0: So, uh, so, yeah, so Mentred is a, um, how, to best, to just, how to best to describe Mentred, he's a uh, person, he uh, yeah, no, I was going to say, the way he looks, I mean, got,
2: he's like Rayman if he, his arms weren't attached, <laughs> if his arms are independent thought processes. Well, that's true, yeah okay, uh kind of a slightly more extreme Davros yeah yeah <laughs>
1: yeah
0: I, I I'll go with that, um so Lex arrives and zev uh and Zev and Kai Are uh, ne- trying to negotiate the a deal to extract the property birth from the insect,
1: yeah, that was a fun negotiation, <laughs> yes. Sort of goes from friendly to right. Well, I'll kill you then if you don't do it. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, and uh, they yeah, basically, that he wants the lax.
1: Who wouldn't really? Can yeah. blow blur- yeah. up planets. Yeah, so it's gonna, every, Everyone's going to be after him. Yeah. <laughs> and Kai
0: says, I "If you don't have us on our terms, I'll kill you."
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll do it on your terms then. Yeah. You're playing a long game, aren't you, mate?
1: <laughs> and he's still a shadow at this point, so it's fair yeah. enough that the shadow de- deals in the yeah, ab- absolute pretty much, isn't he?
0: Yeah. Uh, but Mantrid accepts our terms, and apparently uh, it must be alive before portobos can be extracted. So Mantrid identifies the insect transference organ
2: Oh, the big blue, glowy thing. Mm.
0: The organ is essential t- as the receptor of the, tra- t- the transfer of the shadow's essence. It needs to amputate, amputate the organ to the in- uh, so the insect can be harmlessly revived. Like a computer without a program, when the transferred organ is left intact, the insect would require an essence to be re- revived.
2: Mm
0: hmm. Kite fires his. Risk gadget at mandrid before he has a chance to amputate the organ kai smashes mandrid's pickle jar or the dead chicken jar <laughs> and he falls dying there goes Nando's. <laughs> yes and he falls dying to the ground
2: he's a, he's, he's a and his uh his partner slash love is all in tears <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. And then Kai just goes over and starts making well, starts breathing on them. Cluster lizard. Yes. Um The like cluster lizard? I keep on calling it cluster lizard, just the big wormy type thing that ah, on the floor. Um So yeah, uh so
0: Kai transfers the ins goes to the Insect and transfer the essence of his shadow to the Insect the Insect gradually begins to revive Zev arrives to see Kai is nearly unconscious and after the extortion of the transference he tells her that he has been possessed by the essence of his divine shadow and now the essence has been transferred to the Insect they try to make their escape but Rido's the planet should be destroyed if they are are sure to be killing the insect. Kai of course, Dan and Ashman to destroy the planet immediately.
2: 790 says no. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> you dare, you dare do that. Don't kill the wig. <laughs> <laughs> the wig's going to have a... Higher s- shop. <laughs> <laughs> the wig's going to have a spin-off show yet. <laughs> um, uh, they,
0: as I they said, you... His assistant is incredibly sad and he tries to revive his master's head by reviving the transference organ from the insect and using it to reanimate animate mentred. Meanwhile, the, the, meanwhile, Zeb is being chased around by the insect which is now, has now been fully revived.
1: And the shadow's gone into the insect at this point, yeah?
0: Yeah. Okay?
1: Yeah, so. Yes. It's being chased by the shadow in the form of an insect. Yes.
0: Uh, but, it won't run after Kai because Kai is dead, so therefore he's cold. So it's yep. just running after Zev at the moment. Was, was, I... was...
1: Sorry, Gareth, you go.
0: Yeah, you go first.
1: I was going to say, this, there was some talk in this episode, I think, from Manfred about what is dead and what isn't dead. And I thought that was kind of what the audience were thinking watching this show, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Because Kai's like, he's dead, but he's not quite dead. But then sometimes he's more dead than dead. And then <laughs> it was nice to have a character sort of voicing that sort of question about... What is alive and what isn't alive.
2: That was a really good... there, yeah, that was really good. He was like, you've got a point there because he gets one of his hands to beat up itself. <laughs> mm. <laughs> now, the, the thing about being cold, it kind of reminded me of the heat-seeking bazooka from Red Dwarf.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No Red Dwarf reference.
3: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I thought we should probably have it. a
1: cap on how many Red Dwarf references <laughs> <laughs> we can make in one show.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> Yeah, was very clever and she, she runs off, doesn't she?
0: Yeah. And
2: then all of a sudden Stan appears. Yep. As he drives
0: the musk transport into the insect.
2: Yeah. Quite brave of him,
0: actually, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. But then again, I think he's, he's starting to mellow, if anything. Mm.
0: Uh, he lands and picks up Zevon Kai and they return to the next as fast as they can.
3: I can. I thought it was interesting that uh, they, they didn't even mention the, the henchman. I mean, they didn't even acknowledge that they were leaving him behind.
2: <laughs> no, but the henchman's up up in the evil lay of Dr. Frankenstein trying to bring back his master to life.
3: <laughs> yes. Still, yeah.
2: <laughs> Which he succeeds. He does. By mixing his own Essence and the essence of, I guess, the Giga Shadow mm-hmm. into the the character. Yes. So <sighs> the Shadow is back again.
0: Yes, well, he's, well, he's part Mentred and part Shadow, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah, so he's very so Mentred is now fully back together. However, so he's fifty percent Mentred and fifty percent. Insect and his poor, assistant. <laughs> his poor assistant gets killed by Mantrid. Which he was
1: kind of begging for earlier on, but then he seems a bit reluctant now.
0: Yeah.
2: i say you always heard the ones you love. Yeah, no, that's true. So,
0: Zev, Kai, and Stanley have returned to the Vex and blow up the planet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And mm. the insect is destroyed.
2: They decide to go off to find a new place to live. Now in the light universe.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but the uh, Mantra isn't dead.
0: Yeah. My note is as soon as they zoom off into deep space, um, they um, uh, Mantra is following them with arms. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, I thought. I thought that was kind of weird that his arms you would think he would like so attach or hold on to his arms rather than making the arms also achieve uh, faster than light travel um that that just seems like really a, a really um wasteful way of using energy, so I just thought I'd criticize that know <laughs> Fair
1: Fair enough. Enough. Yep. please put your arms inside the vehicle before departure, <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> indeed
1: indeed
0: anybody got anything else to say? Uh, sh- yes
3: I want to go, go, go for it. Okay I wanted to ask you um do you know if the the, the voice of the Lex was uh, played by a different actor in this episode it seemed a bit different
0: uh, I don't believe so let me just double check
1: It was a, a wig during the voice over No I, I I agree. It did sound a bit different. It sounded a little bit more Vincent Pricey this time.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I guess that may just have been the directing.
2: Yeah, it could have been. Uh, yeah. The whole of this first episode, the second series, they have definitely gone more up budget. The sets look bigger. The the effects look better.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm wondering at this point whether they've front loaded the first episode to draw people in or. Whether that's a, just yeah. a step change for the whole series, and we'll we'll, we'll find out
2: soon enough. Yeah, hopefully. Mm. Oh, you're this we cut anyway, so. But overall, I,
1: um, it was it was nice to have it a bit more compact. Oh
2: yeah, very much so.
1: Especially well, as it was quite a repetitive episode. If you'd watched the movies.
0: Mm. Yeah, I believe that was actually played by the same person.
3: Huh. Mm. Well, maybe maybe it's the same thing as. Um, as was observed about Kai, they just want him to speak faster because it's a shorter episode.
0: Yeah, it could be yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, uh, paid by a person by name of Tom uh, Gallant. That's G A W L A N T. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. It's we go for that. No. I, I, I think we could do it. I, very, very good point. We, I think we could do an advert. Since somebody's come out of the fridge? Yes, yeah, indeed, yes, indeed. Oh, we, before we go for the advert, actually, um, Jonathan, how was the fridge? Did you get it working uh, again? Cold. Cold.
2: <laughs> you didn't get any nukes going off behind you? No.
1: <laughs>
0: And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back.
4: My name is Karen Lindsay. I got sucked into Farscape. Lou bugged me till I watched. Now I'm obsessed. We podcast together. To guide new viewers. So they also get hooked. Maybe as much as me. One episode per podcast. I would love the company. Both good and bad. Jeremiah Creighton. Lou thinks this will stop me. I can't stop re-watching them. But he's mistaken. He should know me by now. This will be awesome. Talking about characters and stories. These recordings are made for you. To enjoy the wondrous things we've heard. Cross my heart, smack me dead, stick a lobster on my head. On the ground now!
1: Farewell, my friends, and thank you for teaching me to kill again. Slicker and snot. My microbes had to have translated that one wrong. This is insane, Craig. Four
3: years on and you're finally getting it. Cast. your guide to the wonders of Farscape. Listen to the Scaper Chronicles at Scapecast.org.
0: And welcome back. So we're going to get on to uh, ratings first. And Gareth, as you're on my Skype screen at the moment, you can go first.
2: (laughs) Oh. Ah this is really hard for me to actually um number, so I'm going to say seven out of ten white holes. Okay. Uh
3: Jonathan. Oh, I'd like to hear the reason, though. Oh, okay,
2: yeah, okay. I, okay. It's, okay. It, it, it's, that it's hard for me to count because it's, at first it seemed like we were just treading over old ground again. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I hate, is treading over old ground again. But at least they had a new way of doing things that I liked. It looked like that they were... They really have settled in and it's going to be really good from now on in. So that's why it's... I than I expected it to be.
1: It was man treading over old ground. <laughs> <laughs> there's the bad pun. I'll be there's waiting. the bad pun. I got it in just before the end. Um, I, I, I'm going to give it a flat five, Shane. Okay. Because uh, it's not. It's not. There's nothing. Nothing, nothing particularly <laughs> terrible about it. But if I was, if I was inclined to go back and rewatch episodes of Lex. When, when when we've reached the end, this is one I probably would skip. Okay. Um, it has it, it has has to reestablish itself for, for the start of a series, and it has to pay off that cliffhanger that that it set itself up with. And it does that okay, and it introduces a new bad guy. So I mean, now it's only down to forty five minutes. It kind of needs to do all those things, and it does that successfully, but it doesn't add it doesn't really add anything. And I mean. What, what exactly was Stan doing during this entire episode? You know, he's probably my favorite character and, uh, he didn't really have any, anything to do apart from the stay on the ship, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'll give you, I'll give it, I'll give it five wigs. Five wigs. Uh,
0: and then, uh, Kizzy?
3: Uh, yeah, this, this was hard for me. As I said before, this was the, this was the first episode of Lex I ever saw and I, th- thought it was the first episode of the series for the longest time. Uh, and I was pretty impressed by it, especially since there was all this hype on the sci-fi network about this new series at the time. Um, watching it again, though, I don't, I, I recognize it was a good episode. Uh, and I give them credit for that. I didn't enjoy it that much. So, and a lot of the things they did were better done uh, in other episodes. So the one thing that really sticks out for me, though, is the uh, just the look of that giant bug um, which we got to see for the first time, and I don't know if we ever see one like that again. Uh, so that was interesting. So I'm just gonna give it a seven.
0: Okay, that falls down to me. Um, it does do well about reestablishing the service. It does tra- go over old ground again. Um, but from what you were saying, Kinsey, it was the relaunch of the service. And obviously, from from what I said earlier on, it had to relaunch on a different television station. So I think it did a quite a quite a good job. Uh, so I'm going to have to give it um, seven out of ten. Uh, dr- um, arms, disembodied arms. I think. Oh, it's good.
1: So you're going to go for dead chickens there, Shane? <laughs> no. Uh,
0: and then we'll we'll move on to quotes. And Jonathan, as you're on my Skype screen this time round, you you can go for it.
1: Well, I'd like to go with the uh, very brief uh, quantum leap tribute of uh, Oh boy. Oh yes.
0: Anybody else? Oh, what was that one that you, you kept on doing? Uh, uh, Gareth, you're, you're,
2: you're very, very much. Sorry, I said, what was that one that you kept on doing? It was like, um, like, first time as a charm, and then he went out again, second time, and then third time, and I can't think the wording. Well, I would like to go with that, but I can't remember it. Uh, um. Well, don't blame me. I don't, I don't need to watch the episode like just before we recorded. <laughs> I was up to, God knows, when I did editing last week's episode. last the time.
0: Anyway, you got one, Shane? I do have one, but I've got to find it first. So I let Kinsey say.
3: Okay, um, yeah, mine was... uh I think this was the best line so far by the robot head. Okay. Um, especially not just the line itself, but the way that it was delivered. And unfortunately, I, I can't even come close, so I'm just going to read it in, the,
0: okay, in my regular go.
3: monotone voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, disgust, oh, horror, it touches my beloved. <laughs> <laughs> and that was actually the line I was
0: going to use myself. <laughs> 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 oh, look at this some of that's happened. Yes. So, I'm going to look for the other 799 that was going to use. 790 was very quiet in this episode. And where are we at? I do, I do have the entire script in front of me, so I'm going to have to
3: give me a second.
1: I'm not going to quote the whole thing, eh? No, no, no.
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess now that we're doing the 45 minute, uh, we're reviewing the 45 minute episodes, I guess now we're probably going to have a lot of overlap in our quotes. Because mm. there's the less. Thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. There. I think it might depend on whether it's a quite rich episode or not. I didn't particularly find this one to be full of uh, obvious choices, so.
2: No.
0: Yeah. Uh, here we go. Stanley, I'll do it with you if you take it the rack right back to the right zone. Oh, disgust. Zeb! There's nothing, worth, there's nothing worth thinking that, though. <laughs> Uh, yes. So, um, the next episode that we want, your, the next episode, is called... Oh. I don't know what the next episode is called, but I need to double check. <laughs> there we go. The next episode is called Terminal.
1: Ah, oh, well, you've got two choices with that, haven't you? It's either going to be about death again. Or it's going to be about uh, some kind of massive space airport?
2: Well, I think it's going to be about a group who decide to fly to a planet because their old rebel leader was there and then they get killed. All- no, I'm going to mix it up with Blake 7, aren't I? Yes, you are. I can resist it. <laughs>
0: I, th-
2: I wonder if you were going to go there. <laughs> uh, terminal 8. <laughs> I want to say it's going to be the same as the Blake 7 episode that's Terminal. but um, it's, it's going to be the end of something or someone, I reckon. So that's where I think we're going to go with that episode. Is it the end of the wig?
1: <laughs> she goes back to her normal hair.
3: Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I can, definitely rec- I, I can definitely say that at some point her hair will be different.
1: Mm. Okay.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: definitely.
3: they very, very quiet there. I'm now worried. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm saying nothing. to go bald, Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm, are... I'm saying nothing. All chicks can be quite <coughs> sex I mean, what was the name? Seven and nine? You know, a liar. Uh, you, mean, you
4: mean
0: her full name is uh, Zeb Bellringer of P3K? Oh, I mean, 7 of 9 from Star Trek. Star- I'm sorry, it's the. The bold lady, wasn't she? Uh, 7 of 9, tertiary adjunct of Unimatrix Zero One.
2: So
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> she had no hair. She was quite sexy. Sorry, yeah, so I've been watching a lot of Star Trek Voyager recently for my own. Oh,
3: I think she's always had hair.
1: But that's another podcast. Yes,
3: exactly. We <laughs> want to discuss <laughs> that. So I don't think you, uh, we should wrap up about that
2: podcast. You two got plugged in. I'm going to get plugged in. Please <laughs> do. Please do. We are hurtling <laughs> towards December, ladies and gentlemen, which means that we are looking for feedback for the very first the radio series of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So if you want to give me or Stefan some feedback for a Highway to Mars. On the radio series, then please do please do so, and that is highwaytomars at gmail and you will be covering
0: that very soon. And you can so, find all the, you can find all the information uh, in the episode description. Yes. <laughs> so just look at the episode. Yes, exactly. So yes. So yes. And you're recording that on when Gareth? I haven't
1: got a date yet.
2: Or okay. Wonder, dis- <laughs> yes.
1: Is that feedback on the uh, fit the first or the whole the whole first series? The the whole first phase. Right.
0: Okay. Brilliant. Excellent. Brilliant. So hopefully, yeah. So, check it. And what's your website? We're Highway to Mars Excellent. Brilliant. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Indeed. So yeah, so we'll we'll be back in due course with uh, terminal. Yes. And so, yeah, so we'll see you
3: guys later. Yeah, could um, I, could I just, well, okay, go, before go, go, we go, go. yeah, yeah I just wanted to make an observation that this is our, since this is our fifth episode, that's actually a podcasting milestone. Um, not many people know this, especially people who never were on the podcast pickle, but the, um, the, the owner of that site, when he was getting rid of purging all old podcasts that never went anywhere, uh, he discovered that, uh, podcasts, if they make it to their fifth episode, they usually go on for a long time. And no podcast, of all the hundreds he deleted, no podcast ever stopped at the fifth episode. There were some that only went for one, two, three, or four episodes, but if they made it to the fifth, then they just kept going.
2: So let's quit now. Yeah, we've
3: made it. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> we quit on five because
0: we're going to be rebels. <laughs> no, we've got, we've got a long, long, long way to go.
3: Our future yes. is guaranteed.
0: Yes, we've got at least another... You've got at least another two years of us. <laughs> Especially if, we're, if we if we stick to the schedule of doing yeah. one every other week, then you've got at least another two years of us.
2: Where can they send cease and desist letters to then? Uh, Shane? <laughs> you can send cease. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: good. Um, Would it be LexIntroCast at Gmail dot com? It it certainly is. Yeah. So please send your feedback there. And if you want us to stop, then please email us. We won't take <laughs> we won't take any notice, but
2: <laughs> it'd be more
0: fun to read. Huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Indeed. So yes, yeah, so I will speak to you later. Bye. Bye.
3: I am the Lexicon. I am the most powerful podcast in the two universes.